Hello and welcome to No More Daydreams. This is JJ Briggs and I have been sitting here post-therapy for like two hours because it's always, I always say it's only awkward if you make it awkward, but I talk a lot about the self-trust and wanting to consistently post podcasts and then when a month goes by after that and I'm like, <laughs> I'm back. Um, it's like, not that I feel like I'm in trouble or like, but it's where my words and actions aren't aligning. Um, and sometimes I feel like I need to like give an excuse or like justify it when I can just remind myself that even if I'm not showing up online every day, I'm trying my best every day. I am taking steps towards, I don't know, yeah, that's record. Just aligning myself with the agreements that I am choosing to keep with myself. And I use the word agreements because I know I've talked about it a lot on the podcast here before. But really, truly, like uh, reading the four agreements and realizing and being becoming aware of all of the agreements that I was keeping in my life that either I never decided or society decided for me, or I didn't realize where I had autonomy to change things. Um, having a set of morals and values or agreements, like things to help structure your belief system. Um, I think that, I think that that's important. And I think that, so I remember I wrote here in my journal, un-wavering faith. So some, something I say a lot is unwavering faith. Like my faith wavers, but, you know, I, I try to remind myself to have, you know, unwavering faith in the universe and God. And I personally find it beneficial to my psyche and mental health. If, if, if I believe that there is energy that is larger than me, there is like, this universe is so vast and so big. Um, when I was little, I, two things used to make me crawl into my parents' bed. And like when I was little, little one, I thought I would think about what happens after we die. And two, I would think about how big the universe is and I would get overwhelmed and I'd have to go like the last time this happened, I, I remember the house we were in and we moved into that house after I started my freshman year at Cornell. So like 19, maybe when I'm having these, still having these existential crises. So I think that faith is important. I think that, I think that there's a lot more common ground than we think. Um, where I was going with, okay. So something I say, I'm wavering faith. What does that mean to me? How do I explain that? And, you know, unwavering, meaning steady or resolute, not wavering, right? So wavering would then be moving in a quivering way, uh, flickering or becoming weaker and faltering. And, you know, if I say to myself or my clients, Raven Lucy, like, you know, I have unwavering faith. Sometimes it's I have unwavering faith in us. I have unwavering faith in whoever I might be talking to. I have unwavering faith in um, maybe at the time my ability to learn from my mistakes or that um, 
Like it doesn't necessarily just like mean unwavering faith in this one specific description of a particular God or a deity or whatever it is. And when I think of faith, I think of, um, you know, having allegiance to something, having sincerity of um, intentions, right? And one thing that I have been very grateful for recently is the unwavering faith that the people in my life and the conversations that I've been having um, in private, the unwavering faith that they're giving me that um, I'm not alone. There are a lot of other, whether it be boomers or Gen Xers or millennials or Gen Zers, or like there's a lot of other people who feel perhaps a bit alone, who feel um, that they, you know, kind of see the chaos that is going on and maybe are unsure how to, you know, actually make a difference or maybe they're, you know, not a bit, not in a position to be able to speak out without fear of retaliation or retribution or economical impact on their family. So, but where's I getting at with all this? But, you know, reconnecting with some friends and, you know, the conversations that Lucy and I always have and have been having and conversations with family. And, you know, I, I saw family this past weekend and got to spend a week back up at Ithaca and saw my old coach and, some people up there and really got to spend some time talking to my uncle. It feels just really, um, it feels like it provides a little bit of optimism, a little bit of hope of like, I guess like, like that, like the shared humanity that we all, I feel like, I feel like what has been ubiquitous um, in my conversations, whether I'm talking to somebody on the right, somebody on the left, a Christian, a non-Christian, an atheist, um, whatever myriad of um, theories or no matter their beliefs, I felt like a, a, a large desire for that common humanity and more connection and more authenticity. And that's always been important to me, but I feel like over the last two years, um, it's been two years, just over two years since I told my ex-wife that I wanted to um, end the marriage. And obviously that's not a decision that one makes lightly and a lot went into that. And I felt, I've, I've felt since then, um, I told myself this is going to be the hardest thing I ever have to, ever have to do. Because it's when I started making decisions for myself and not worrying about the optics, not worrying about what other people thought of me. And that's obviously still ongoing and active. But it felt like before that, I wasn't even aware or conscious of all of these rules and agreements I was holding myself to and, and not realizing that, hey, I get to forgive myself and I get to extend myself compassion and I get to surround myself with love and I get to live life in a way that feels good. So was I getting out with all of this? So I don't know, unwavering. And I, th- I talk about unwavering faith in my, in my coaching because sometimes, you know, um, it's important that I show up online as consistently as possible, given my 
like just energy levels, but like, I know that I've done my best to show up um, authentically. And that's very important because when somebody starts coaching, whether it be nutrition coaching or life coaching, there, there needs to be this trust because there needs to be this level of faith that they have in me that I have their best intentions in mind, right? I have sincerity of intentions and that I'm going to try my best to communicate, be impeccable with my word, be honest with them. You know, I want them to be honest with me. Um, it's a very big part of the coaching relationship is developing that rapport and developing that trust. And so what coaching allows me to do is really have, have deep conversations with people, reconnect. Like I, I feel like I try to have deep connections. I'm sorry, deep. I like in my relationships to have deeper relations. Uh, I'm sorry, discussions. You know, like there's, there's always going to be amount of shit talking and, you know, joking and stuff, but I really try to make sure the people in my life, you know, we're having conversations that um, feel good, feel nourishing, feel like we are, you know, kind of holding ourselves to a higher standard and, and evolving and growing as humans. Um, and I just feel very grateful, especially recently, this last month or so, like even if I haven't been showing up on here in the podcast, um, just feels like this like renewed kind of faith in our, in our shared humanity right? The, the collective. Um, and I was just going down a, going down a, a definition rat hole here. So humanity being the human race or human beings collectively, also humaneness, benevolence. So then I was like, okay, well, what does humane mean? Humane meaning having or showing compassion or benevolence. Okay. What does benevolence mean? Meaning well, or kindness, and then, you know, or showing compassion, compassion, meaning Concern for suffering and the misfortune of others. And I think back to little me crawling in bed with, with my parents when I was afraid of how big and vast the universe was. And I also think of how relieved I was in, I think, freshman year to realize that, like the core tenet of Buddhism is like, life is suffering. It's like, oh, okay. Um, and it kind of felt like it provided like a little bit of like framework to view the world and view my life and view things. And I think that faith is a dynamic process. I think it's going to change and evolve. And um, I grew up, both of my parents are, are, are Christian, but we never were raised with any religion in the house. Um, I mean, like we said grace before dinner. Um, I feel like my parents are like, the the they're not on the same kind of political side of the spectrum, but actually like make it work. Um, where, the, where the heck was I going out with this? Oh, so we weren't raised with any kind of like specific um, like religious ideology. So I feel like what it has allowed me to be at 31 is kind of, you know, taking in things like the four agreements and reading a little bit about the actual teachings of Jesus and reading Right and Holiday and learning about Stoicism and reading Pema Chodron and learning about Buddhism. I feel like... Um, having uh, ways that we're able to tap into faith or tap into spirituality, whatever that looks like, whatever that means for you. Sometimes for me, it's writing, it's journaling, but I think that's really important. And I think that um, there's just certain things that I think that we need to start talking about faith being one of them, religion being one of them, you know, politics, sex, drugs, like, 
it's like all of the things that we like are told to not talk about or communicate about, even just like motherhood. What like there's just so much um, that isn't talked about and kind of like swept under the rug. But I I really do think think that like especially with things coming out like from an AI perspective and you know very critical race um next year in the in the states it's like i feel almost i joke i joke around with lucy i was like i feel like i have to come out as an american um you know because i do i do see myself um as an american and i have a lot of great really stimulating conversations with um, people who i know lead with love and who I know want to leave this world a better place. And it seems totally off topic, but I feel like um, sometimes what I'm able to do with my coaching is it can help, help people tackle their all or nothing thinking with nutrition, with exercise, with their health journey. And then they're able to apply that to a lot of other areas in their life and kind of see where, where they're applying this all or nothing thinking and being able to, again, like kind of like enjoy the journey and realize, okay, what, what existential crises am I, am I going to have a, uh, the bandwidth for versus what am I going to have to really like kind of compartmentalize? But it's like, I feel like, I feel like what faith helps us do was like have structure and tools, um, for order in order for us to cope in the world and also become involved, like outside of just, just us. And I was talking to my therapist today. I remember, I think it came out in 2013. What did it um, get Richard died trying? I think it was, I'm sorry. I said 2013, but I meant 2003. Yeah. February, 2003. I remember my sister had it. And there's a lyric, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house and he got a glass straw, you should watch your mouth because I'll break your face. But I just always remember that line. And that's the first thing that came up in therapy today. Cause it's just like, I feel, I feel like we're quick to, to pick up some stones and start tossing them. And I just, it doesn't feel natural. I don't want to throw stones. I don't want to, uh, punish or react out of hatred or contempt. Um, and I really do like, it's, it feels, it sounds so cheesy, but I just truly genuinely believe in the, um, the power of love and, and leading with love. And, um, again, I just, I just really think there's more common ground than we think. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you for listening to me rant for 15 minutes. Um, I will perhaps go through some of these cards later, but I want to just try and commit to myself. I'm going to post this. I'm not going to edit it. I'm just going to drop it right on. I have, I've paused this a few times, but I've been also recording it on my phone and I haven't paused it. So let's see, this is 1536. This is 16. Okay. So only like 30-ish seconds of, of pausing, but anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you're listening, if you're watching, um, sending this, sending an episode that resonates to a friend or to two friends or three friends, like um, 
who, who you think is like it's genuinely going to to resonate with posting it to your story tagging me like all of those little things they truly help so so much um yeah anyways thank you so much for listening who knows when i'll be back but sending all the love all the loving kindness and we'll chat soon